Hello everyone, this is Erliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. Welcome to another episode of Star Sound Speaks. Well, today, two things to talk about. One is, first off, today happens to be Discovery Day for the planet Uranus. Now, you're probably thinking, what the heck, who cares about that? And there's always that inevitable butt jokes, ha ha ha, it has become the butt of many jokes, um, <laughs> and it's the bane of an astrologer's existence is to endure these jokes, which are so poor, they're so middle school, we're so over them. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> the, what's a discovery day? Well, that's the day a planet was discovered. So you might say, well, who cares about that? And what difference does it make? Well, honestly, it's interesting because it's got its own, you could say, birthday. Even though they existed long before they were discovered for gazillions of years, the day you, a scientist discovers a planet actually means it, it's like the birth chart for it. And um, what they, what we noticed about Uranus and, and all the planets, they all have the characteristics of, the, um, of their sign really go along with their discovery uh, point. So, for example, with Uranus, with what was going on in the world at the time, it was in 1781, and it was um, discovered, the first planet to have been discovered using a telescope, because everything up until then was, of course, just physical observation. Um, but anyway, what's interesting is that it was discovered in 1781, so you had the, um, you know, the French Revolution and American Revolution, all of that era, you know, about the freedom and the drive for independence and liberty. So Uranus has always been associated with those things, freedom, ingenious um, solutions, innovation, breaking from the mold, right? Just like the Americans broke away from the British declaring freedom and sovereignty. So all of those qualities um, are, are aligned with, with Uranus. Um, interestingly enough, you know, well, let me say this, as above, so below. That's a major tenet in astrology. So when we want to know the qualities of the planet that it's associated with, we look around, we, we call it empirical evidence. The, the uh, experience of, of looking around in the real world, and seeing, okay, you know, what's going on? And this is giving us the, the, um, the answers. So um, I just thought that was pretty cool. Plus, it was the first, teles- uh, the, the first planet discovered using a telescope. Now, it had been observed, it can even go back to the ancient Roman times, it had been observed throughout history, but all of those people thought it was a comet or a star, so then upon further uh, study and, and consultations with other astronomers, William Herschel, the, the one who is credited with its discovery as a planet, they all realized, oh, this is not a star, this is actually a planet. So it's kind of interesting because a telescope is a piece of technology. Yes, simple technology as compared to what we have today. Just a mechanical thing in those days, but still... Um, it's um, technology and machinery. So what is Uranus also involved with or represents technology? Ta-da! And it even, rep- it even is, um, rules the internet and electronics and science and all of those things, experimentation. So here we have this day, March 13th, and wow, hey, all right, so Uranus, which is probably my favorite planet because it's the different one. 
it's here's another indicator of what it rules you, eccentricity uniqueness genius innovation you think about um you know it spins on its side if you look at the the scientific aspects of it it spins on its side it has like a 97 degree tilt so saturn has a, 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 an orbit that you know it's you can see the rings of saturn around there but uranus is um, tilt is really almost perpendicular to, you know, uh, the rest of, of the solar system. So it really does its own thing. And um, it doesn't, they believe that it does not support any life. So it's very, very cold. I think it's the coldest planet of all. So again, those are more characteristics, feeling alienated, feeling alone, um, Uranus influences. So um, being the oddball, you know, having uh, wild and crazy, if somebody has wild and crazy hair, like uh, Billy Idol or something, you'd think, um, I don't know his birth chart, but I would imagine he would have a very prominent uh, placement of Uranus or planets in, um, you know, aspecting Uranus. So personal planets, right? Physical appearance and such. Anyway, there we go. That's Uranus for today. Discovery Day. Happy birthday. Happy Discovery Day, Uranus. Do, 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 do. Okay, now on to the news. In other news. Okay, so this college cheating scandal, aka Varsity Blues, I would like to call it like, I don't know, maybe Varsity Gate, but here we have it. This is probably, well, I know it was the greatest cheating scandal in college history, it looks like. They might have about 50 people, including Oscar-winning, Oscar-nominated actress Felicity Huffman, What Were You Thinking?, and Lori Loughlin, who got arrested and released on bail, but were, you know, led away in handcuffs and for helping their children buying access to USC, University of Southern California. We'd love to see their um, natal chart. That would be quite interesting when they were founded and what they're going through right now uh, would certainly be indicated. But I know for sure the Uranus, I mean, sorry, the um, Jupiter square Neptune, this is a, a configuration that is most of this year, especially tight in certain points, not even right now. It'll be exactly at a 90 degree angle, so to speak, uh, squaring, meaning conflicting energy between Jupiter, the planet of truth and justice, and people in high places and wealth and prestige. And Neptune, which is the planet of, um, well, it's many things. The dark side of Neptune is very much deception, fraud, things not appearing as they are. So there you go. Uh, they're squaring off with each other this year. So it's bringing down a lot of high and mighty. We see it with the varsity cheating scandal. We are also seeing it, obviously, long term with the Catholic Church. You know, Neptune and uh, Jupiter both are rulers of organized religion. And there we have, again, somebody like Cardinal Pell. He just got um, convicted and um, of, of child molestation the top-ranking, one of the, actually the highest-ranking Vatican official to ever be convicted and tried and convicted. There he is, and he is, um, he appealed it. So, you you know, the the thing about Neptune, it, it's a planet that rules deception, but also like illusion and delusion. So here's this man, and they decide, okay, we're going to, we're going to appeal this case. It's like, dude, you know, he had decades as a pedophile, 
and you are, you know, here you are trying to like evade that and file appeals. Like really, you know, what are you thinking? You're in La La Land. Anyway, it's uh, my, I was a little disconcerted because, uh, you know, it's, this is going through our, as we know, Mercury in retrograde right now for the next few uh, couple of weeks. Um, So sometimes when things are, any kind of contract or uh, such that is um, decided um, during this time period is often uh, comes around for either uh, it's re- it will be reviewed or will be revised or somehow changed. Now he did get um, he did get convicted, so I I highly doubt that this man's going to walk free. I mean, my goodness, it would be absolutely horrific um, if he won anything on appeal. But um, it, it might be that his sentence would be reduced. I don't know, or I don't know if it's a. I'm not a lawyer, but would it ever be, would you ever try again and find that you're guilty and you, um, you know, the guilty verdict stands and you have a a worse sentence? I don't know. But anyway, uh, there you have it. It's very, uh, it's those murky waters of Neptune, the fogginess, the uncertainty, the deception and the fraud, and people trying to hide the truth, you know, especially with that square with Jupiter. It's like Jupiter's trying to lay the truth on the table and Neptune's trying to cover it up. Um, it's almost like, you know, visually, it was like that final, one of the final scenes in The Wizard of Oz when Toto pulls back the curtain on the wizard. And he's got that curtain in his teeth and he's yanked it and the, and the wizard is terrified and you see him desperately trying to work those, that machinery of illusion and yet also trying to pull the curtain back and, you know, nothing to see here, people, move along, move along. And there, there you have it. So that's, uh, that could be, if you wanted to, a visual of what these two planets facing off with each other, what that looks like, that would probably be a good um, visual analogy. <laughs> so I offer that to you. Anyway, uh, yeah, so those two things are really um, on the uh, world radar right now. And um, as we can see, these, of course, many other things as well, politically and um you know, really just about everywhere we look, um, just there's just so much going on with um, trying to figure out the truth and um, feeling like it's uh, maybe difficult to, to ascertain. And it's very um, understandable when, um, when you've got those planets facing off. And certainly the Mercury in retrograde. Mercury rules communications, contracts, thoughts, ideas. And when it's retrograde, it looks like it's going backward in the sky. Um, of course, it's not really, but it's from the vantage point of Earth. It looks like it's going tracing a backwards path. So it's always a time to review anything with the word, the, the suffix, oh, sorry, prefix, <laughs> the prefix re. So review, renegotiate, revise, revisit. Those are all things that you do during a retrograde. And when it's Mercury that's retrograde, you're rethinking things, you're reviewing, revising thoughts, you're going, you're communing on the inner planes. So that's the time when you really want to, you know, look at things in quiet, and, and certainly when it's in the sign of Pisces, in the quiet solitude of the um, the Pisces energy. So that's all about being um, away from the world in a very reflective, contemplative way. 
So you see uh, these few weeks of Mercury being in the sign of Pisces retrograde, that would be um, certainly uh, very much uh, a time, great time to uh, be in an ashram or a monastery. If you can get yourself to one and to a silent retreat, uh, even if it's just for a few days, uh, certainly that's uh, that would probably be the most auspicious time, you know, because you got all the the currents are working with you in that regard. It's certainly not the time to, you know, get married or change careers or do anything important or sign paperwork if you can absolutely help it. Because if you do, you'll often find that it will have to be revised or changed. Or maybe you realize later on when Mercury goes direct, which is the end of the month, um, it would be like, hmm, you know, maybe... Maybe I don't really like this, and this really isn't what I felt it was or understood it to be. So it's a lot of misunderstanding, um, you know, that comes up when Mercury's retrograde. And so it's all a good opportunity to be extra careful and to really contemplate going on the inner inner planes. So anyway, that's all really for now. Just wanted to um, to touch base with you all about that and uh, hope you're having a good one. I have a funny story to share with you about Mercury Retrograde. I apologize because I don't remember the name of the person, but it, it was on my Twitter page. So if you go to at star sound astro on Twitter, uh, if you scroll down, you'll see there's uh, one of the things that I... Um, commented on under tweets and replies. Just click there and you'll see there was a woman um, who had what I feel is the ultimate. It has yet, I, I have yet to top this one myself or find another that's as good, this ultimate Mercury retrograde story. Funny story. Mercury is the uh, messenger god, right? He rules messages and messengers, messages and communication. He He's in Greek mythology, you know, here he was Hermes to the Greeks and in uh, the Romans, um, you know, he, he wore that little, the little hat with the wings, right? And the sandals with wings, right? So he's fleet footed. He's always running around and very sprightly. And uh, he liked, he was a trickster, right? He, it's the archetype of the trickster, likes to play tricks on people and, and jokes and things and uh, lighthearted, right? Very, very fun loving. Um, so anyway, here this woman said on Twitter she had a, a deck of tarot cards, and one of the cards was had Mercury on it. Well, she was outside shuffling the cards, and a wind kicked up. By the way, Mercury is in is um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, and that's an air sign. And so Mercury, because he he flies, right? He goes in and out of different dimensions, and he flies around with his little winged feet. So he rules air travel. Well, air, right? So this gust of wind picks up this card, and it goes flying off into the lake. (laughs) So she loses her tarot deck to Mercury. If that is not the ultimate Mercury in retrograde story, right? Playing tricks. Now, what are you going to do? Swim after the card? She said, no. People asked her, you got to go out and swim after it. She's like, no, no, forget it. But (laughs) of all the cards. And uh, yeah, it rules things getting messed up and, you know, uh, various uh, mishaps. So I just thought that was classic because, again, it represents the very qualities of the sign and the energies of of what this means of Mercury retrograde. So um, I just had I just had a field day with that one. 
So anyway, um, if you have any funny stories that anything happening to you these last few weeks, we'd love to hear from you on that. Um, there, oh, there's it, It's 365 years, days of the year are always great times to do uh, Mercury retrograde stories. <laughs> it doesn't have to be retrograde, but right now it is. So if you've had anything, write in or call in. Um, one of the, uh, you know, if there was any mishaps or miscommunications regarding anything, like in this case, water, um, but, um, you know, Pisces, Neptune, you know, the movie business, um, deception, illusion, uh, water. I noticed that in the uh, varsity cheating scandal, one the uh, water polo, right? There it is. The water polo captain, who was very esteemed, he won like 16 national championships, so there it is, the Jupiter element of being very prestigious. So squaring off with the water polo coach, he got nailed. So um, I thought that was that was pretty amazing. So anyway, um, if you have any um, cool stories, they may not be as dramatic as, as the Varsity Ching scandal, but certainly a Mercury, a funny Mercury retrograde story is always good to share. So anyway, just uh, send them all in. My email address is Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. And my first name is spelled I-R-L-I-A-N-N-A. Okay, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a review if you like, uh, if you like the show, or if you don't, whatever. We want to hear from you and what other things you might like us to cover. So um, anyway, we will be talking with you real soon. I'm pretty sure I got uh, Shannon, who has been on that whole wild ride, roller coaster ride with her job. Um, We have an update from her and we'll probably be hearing from her shortly. So probably the next episode, we'll have her back on. So sit tight. She's coming back. Yes, she loves you all, as I do. (laughs) So until then, peace, love, stars, peace out. And uh, may you connect always with the stars. I don't mean the stars like the ones that got arrested in this cheating scandal. Of course, (laughs) the real stars, the stars in the heavens. Uh, May you always feel connected with the stars, with the universe, with your heart. And may all of that fun-loving life guide your way on. All right. Peace out. Until next time, Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thanks. Thanks for listening.